Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Management and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. Thanks for joining us again today. We are super excited to have you back today. Boys and girls, we are going to teach you a lesson that you, your parents probably don't think you've learned yet, and that's cleaning your room. Oh, geez. <laughs> so is this marketing, management, money, and tidiness? Is, yeah. is, is that Organization. Or- Marie, Marie Kondo is endorsing. I'm just kidding. No, she's not. <laughs> um, all right, so you're, 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 you're going to make everyone clean their room. I think a third of our listeners just checked out. Probably, probably. <laughs> but for the, the two-thirds that stuck with us, it's going to be a great episode. Right. I think. What are you actually covering no, it's, today? It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. We are actually going to talk about, uh, in fact, this is a story that you introduced me to. So uh, Blame it on me. Yeah, for sure. Always. Every time, right? <laughs> right. Um, so we're going to be talking about how... Uh, to make sure that your financials, your accounting is set up correctly. And so you avoid a lot of the pitfalls and confusion and frustration and hair ripping out that comes along with trying to manage your finances in a small business. So, so I see where you're going now. Honestly, when you were first talking, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, is this going to be like a management leadership, like, because there is a thing, and I know this isn't what you wanted to talk about, but sure. I'm, I'm going to just deviate. You're going to get a bonus on this episode because we're going to cover this little, you know, nugget of uh, information on the management side. But there is a thing of whatever your workspace looks like is uh, going to directly influence, oh. you know, your your productivity or how sure. you work. Sure. And and so and and that doesn't always mean clean. However, keeping it clean and organized yeah. is you know is is going to improve performance. That's where I thought yeah. you were going with this. Is, yeah, no, we're uh, not we're not going to be that feng shui. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. another time we can go into like talking about like concepts of Pomodori and organizing your time and organizing your space. You know, two different aspects, but. Yeah, you, know. you, you got to slow down because I'm still trying to Google Pomodori and I don't know how to spell it here. <laughs> it's a fun one. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely cover time management. I'm sure at some point. However, right. however, today we're talking finance today. So I'm going to let you tell the story. Uh, I think I could probably, but I slaughter the, it. So the, the, this 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 is one of my favorites. So. When I'm working with people and trying to help them to understand their finances, and this is really good for people who want to understand kind of the back end of the finance. Look, before I jump into the analogy, can I give a little bit of background? Is, is Absolutely, that okay? for sure. Okay. So most people doing their finances are going to be using some form of software. Right. And I'll tell you, QuickBooks is the most popular software out there. Doesn't... Yeah. It, it, it doesn't mean that that's the way that you need to go. A right. lot of people are using alternatives like a Wave Apps or a Peachtree or, you yeah, know. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people use Peachtree. Uh, you know, it used to be more popular. QuickBooks is kind of, uh, you know, eaten out quite a bit of that market share. Um, but, uh, you know, th- there was a point where Peachtree was was quite popular. Um, yep. You know, it, it still is a viable option. And yeah, by, sure. by all means, if you're using Peachtree, keep using it, uh, you know. But uh, uh, I, I, QuickBooks is the biggest. It's not the one that I use. Um, and uh, just I, 
depending on what you're doing. I use Microsoft Word. And that wraps it up for today. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I told you. I told you beforehand this was a mistake letting me pick the the finance topic for the for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kidding. yeah. So uh, don't don't use Microsoft Word. <laughs> I, oh gosh, could you even imagine? That would be miserable. I can't imagine because oh I've seen it. I, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? No, no. I I kid you. Okay, so here I was making a joke. I I know, and it's I. Diversion. Let's go. <laughs> I've seen so many variations of how people uh, keep their their financial records, and th- th- this is an interesting thing. The most accurate records that I've ever seen are consistently the old school ledger. the 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 The, the guys who are just you know keeping it in a little book. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, Flipping through pages to go back. I mean, I, I had this guy that I was working with once. Um, he was a beekeeper. Okay. You know, and, and it was kind of fun helping him to uh, go a little bit more commercial with, uh, you know, with selling his honey. And then also, there's a big thing. I didn't realize this, but you can rent your bees to the almond fields in California. And so you'll get a lot of, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get a lot of people who will, um, you know, they'll, they'll raise the honey and then in the off season, they'll rent their hives out to, um, you know, basically pollinate the almond fields in, in California. Kind of an interesting little business model, right? That's amazing. Yeah. And which goes to show that if you are doing entrepreneurship, I mean, get creative. Think, think how else can, you know, you're doing more than just selling honey You've got to, you know, look and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hire out my bees. They're now my employees. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, kind, of, kind of interesting. But nonetheless, so I, I'm working with this guy, this beekeeper, and um, I started asking him some questions and he pulls out this little book out of his pocket. Okay. And it's just a little notebook. And I look at that and I'm just like, so is that how you keep track of your finances? And he's like, yeah. And at first I'm thinking, I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a mess because, you know, it's just this little notebook that's in his pocket. It's like he took lessons from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least so that's what you were thinking. That's what I was thinking until he starts opening it up and he goes through it. And he had every single financial transaction for like the last seven, eight years meticulously documented and I was asking him questions and he's like, well, let me pull that up. And, you know, and he's like giving me the exact amounts. And I'm just like, that, that's actually very impressive. That's incredible. That's better than the vast majority of small businesses that I, I've worked with. Yeah. You know, I mean, that most, blows my mind. Most people are like the receipts in the shoebox or. Uh, yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, hey, let's, let's look at your financial records. And I get freaking Ziploc bags. <laughs> I hate Ziploc bags. Oh. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so people oftentimes are making a mess of their finances. Yeah, and when they're making a mess of their finances, then what they're doing is they're hiring, a, you know, an accountant to kind of clean it up, and they're only doing it around tax time. Right. You know, it's like, oh crap, I got to do my taxes, so I better do my finances. And if you're only doing your finances around tax time. Oh, there's so much information out of those financial statements that you should be using to manage your company. And you really should be reviewing them 
a whole lot more often. Uh, in, in fact, yeah. I recommend uh, 17 is the number of times. Annually. So, annu- well, yeah, annually 17. <laughs> 17 times every year. Yes. Is what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17 every 17 years. <laughs> Or you're saying 17, and I'm like, do it in Microsoft Word once a year. That sounds awesome. So you know how we lost that uh, first third? Well, we yeah. just lost the second third, and we've got a few people that they're only listening for entertainment value oh, at this gosh. point. No, they just haven't. They're just frustrated with traffic, and they're distracted. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, they're relating. They're like, oh, geez, I need to get those out of my Ziploc bags. <laughs> they open their glove box and start pulling <laughs> Ziploc bags. <laughs> So 17 times, um, kind of a weird number, but if you look at it, there are 12 months, there are four quarters, and there's one year. 12 plus 4 plus 1, 17. So you should be reviewing your financial statements monthly, you should be reviewing your financial statements quarterly, and you should be reviewing your financial statements annually. Now, think about this for a second. When I get to the end of a quarter, I'm actually reviewing my quarterly statements and my monthly statements at the same time, because I'm going to see different things with quarterly and monthly statements. So like a quarterly statement is going to show me, you know, a a more cyclical approach to my business, whereas a monthly statement is going to show me, you know, literally how well I did that month. You know, do I have, do I have a good month or a bad month? What are my expenses doing? You know, it's a lot more granular. And so, um, and then annual obviously is going to help you see if you achieved the goals that you set for that year. And so, you know, there there's there's a lot of information that you can get and definitely you want to be you want to be focusing on 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 both of those absolutely and so i think that this is a great segue back into (laughs) what we originally set out to discuss which is how to clean your room how to clean your room just kidding but uh okay so let's go ahead with the story okay and if you're not actually going to tell it this time i mean First time, shame on me, right? <laughs> all, right all right, I'll 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 tell the story. So, anyway, when you're doing your financials, uh, a lot of times you want to understand the chart of accounts. And if you're using a software program, you can get into your chart of accounts. If you're doing it old school, chart of accounts is how you originally would set this up, you know. But chart of accounts is nothing more than saying what are all of the line items that are going into my financial statements, right? But a lot of times people get confused and they're just thinking to themselves, uh, chart of accounts, I'm not familiar with this. I never took accounting in college. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. So I came up with this little story to help businesses make a lot more sense out of this. And that is, and, and this, this isn't uncommon information. Um, there are, you know, five types of accounts. You've got your revenue accounts, your expense accounts, your asset accounts, your liability accounts, and your equity accounts. And the, uh, the, the quick definition of each. So if I'm dealing with revenue accounts, that is, you know, sales. Money, money that I, I'm selling products and services, money is coming in, right? Expenses, I'm paying for, you know, goods and services to make sure that I can keep my business operating. 
assets. Those are tangible things that I own in the business. Uh, there, there is such a thing as intangible assets, but uh, for most small businesses, unless you have intellectual property, you're really not going to be dealing with intangible assets. And so I say it's the tangible things. If you can touch it, if you can hold it in your hand, you can put it in an asset category. You know? Good luck putting your building in your hand. You can touch it. That was the first. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Touche. Touche. So liabilities, just a big fancy word for debt. So if you have any debts, those are going to fall into the liabilities. And then equity is the owner's portion. Right? Right. So pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Here's the problem. When I work with businesses, they start getting confused as to, they're like, well, is this a liability or is this an expense? You know, how, how do I know? How do I tell the difference? And so I give this little story to help businesses know what to do. And that is, think about helping a little kid learn to clean their room. All right? So, Ryan, you, you got a couple kids. What, what's it usually like when oh Saturday morning... It's time to get the room cleaned. What 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 does that what does that process so, look like? And uh, this is a topic for probably not this podcast, and definitely another time. We're probably. not going into parenting. No, we, so, we. No, here's the deal. I don't understand why girls aren't ruling the world legitimately. Like, <laughs> why don't we have a female president yet? Why? Why? I don't they, understand because here's the thing. I they, can be like they are and we just don't know it okay. yet. So I am that fooled is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Ladies, please keep it that way. Just make sure <laughs> I just want to eat occasionally and be happy. Just I'll do anything, right? <laughs> so here's the deal. Okay. My daughter, she's amazing. Like and yes, she does have me wrapped around her finger and a lot of that is because I can be like, "Hey, L, go down and will you just please pick up your room?" I go down 20 minutes later, whatever. It's it's immaculate. It's beautiful. She's mm-hmm. great. She can get messy, but she can also take care of her own stuff, and I don't have to hound her most of the time. But when I have to try and strangle my son into doing <laughs> anything outside of running as fast as he can in any which direction. To, Away. Yeah, to do something, right? I'd be like, hey, go outside and play. Hey, go. We're, we're going to baseball practice. The dude's just like full of energy, okay? And doesn't want to do anything but run, I swear. Okay. And, yeah, it's just trying to pin him down and make him do anything, especially clean his room, is insane. It's like, it's just insane. Stuff just gets thrown everywhere. He'll shove his clothes under his bed and his toys in his dresser and his blankets from his bed in his toy boxes and, you know. And, and, you know, they'll go to more effort to not clean their room than the amount of effort it would have taken to clean it in the first place. Right. So here's the analogy. Business owners are the same way. Right. You talk to them and you say, okay, we got to do your finances. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. Right. And you come back, a little, you know, a couple of weeks later, and it's like, oh, okay, have you got your financials, you know, organized? Yet? Oh, yeah, well, I was I was supposed to do that, but, uh, you know, and it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. And I can't get business owners to just clean their room. They they won't yeah. do their financials. Right. Right? Well, and I think, I think a lot of that is because 
Uh, well, for two reasons. I see, I see two main reasons why there's so much, you know, resistance toward that. One, and, and this is exactly, I think, why kids are so resistant to or the experience they have, right? One, it's just so daunting, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's not a, a particularly enjoyable task. It's not. It's not hard, but it's unknown. It's, you know? Yeah. And that's what's daunting about it is you're yeah. just like, oh, what if I make a mistake or I don't want to learn all of this? It's unfamiliar. Or, right. Yeah. And, and two is kind of along those same lines. It's that it seems super complicated. Like you kind of like you were saying, it's, it's like this crazy difficult thing. And yeah, what if I make a mistake? And, uh, but yeah. then, but then, you know, at the end of your kids cleaning their room, like once you finally, holy crap, once you, once I finally get my son to just freaking do it and do it right. It's done in like 30 seconds. I swear, mm-hmm. especially because the kid has so much freaking energy. And it's the same way with our small businesses that, or small businesses that I've worked with, and I'm sure a lot of them out there is that there's, it's, it's really not as difficult. I mean, yes, you can make it incredibly horrible. I mean, I mean, difficult, I mean, uh, horrible, (laughs) but it's, it can really be super simple and super easy. So when we were talking about reviewing financials, 17 times a year. Yeah. I just, I, I swear I could feel that third, that second third that left. I just felt them all die inside. Right. <laughs> it's a big number. You're like, really? Oh you my want gosh. Me? Yeah. But they're, they're like, no way. I'm not even gonna do it. I don't even want to do it once a year, let alone 17. But if you think about it, and when, when we say review your financials, it's like, take five minutes. Just look down and see where the trends are going. Make sure things look okay. You know, do a little bit of ratio analysis and, you know. They just died again inside. You said ratio analysis. I know. So, but it's such a powerful tool. It is. But, but, and, and that's the other piece of it that I'm, that I'm talking about with the second part is like, once you understand what it is that you're looking for, looking at, um, and, and don't get me wrong. it, It really doesn't take much to get there believe me because I'm there. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the sharpest tool in the box. I didn't get, you know, a a master's in finance. Uh, I'm just run of a mill entrepreneur. Right. Right. And these really aren't difficult things. I'm telling you, these are simple things. And once you get them down, cleaning your room or looking at your financials, getting your financials right is super simple and it's super effective. You'll be off. You'll be so much better off than 90% five percent of small businesses out there if Mm -hmm. you could just buckle down and do it and here's the crazy thing just like with cleaning your room when it's finally clean how hard is it to keep it clean yeah easy easy if you stay on top of it same thing with your financials if you get them clean and then stay on top of them they're not that bad you know, but it's when they're a whole mess and you don't know where to put things. And so, so here's, here, here's the, the, the insight that I came across several years ago when I was trying to explain this to a a small business owner, she was sitting in my office and I'm sitting here talking to her and she's just feeling this. It's daunting. It's overwhelming. Those things that you were talking about and, and you could, you could see it on her face where she's just, you know, not at all wanting to do this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I came up with this a little analogy of cleaning your room. 
And what I said is I'm like, okay, what do you do when your kids don't want to clean their room? She's all, well, what I do is I, uh, I, I separate it out into the bins, you know, so like all the clothes go in the clothes hamper, all the books go on the bookshelf, all the toys go in the toys bin. So like everything has its space that it goes. And I'm like, that's it right there. That is how you do your finances is everything goes into its own bin or its own bucket. Yep. And, you know, and, and she said, well, but what if I get it wrong? And I, I asked her, I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's keep going with this, you know, cleaning the room analogy here for a minute. When your kid comes to you and they're holding in their hands an activity book and they're like, I don't know where to put it. Does it go with the games because it's an activity book or does it go with the books because it's a book and you being a good parent, what do you say? I don't care. Just put it away. (laughs) Goodness H. I don't care. And this is where a lot of CPAs argue with me, but I'm going to tell you as a small business owner, it doesn't matter. Just put it away. So if you come across an item and you're like, I don't know, is this an expense or is this a liability? Pick one. It, it, it doesn't matter. And here is why. Consistency is more important than accuracy. Right. And that is the caveat right there. And I'm super glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because if you aren't consistent, this won't work. If, yeah. it, if you're bouncing back, if, if sometimes you put it in the game bin and sometimes you put it in on the bookshelf, uh, you know, and you're bouncing back and forth, that will screw up your financials. Yeah. But if every single time you always put it on the bookshelf, when you get with your CPA and he looks at it and he's like, this doesn't go here, it will take him 30 seconds to just move that line item and put it under the correct classification because it's already put together. It's already organized correctly. Exactly. And then from in going forward in the future you know where he'll want it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you just just put it in there. So, you know, consistency is more important than accuracy. If you are consistently wrong, it's easy to fix it. Yeah. If you are inconsistent, it doesn't matter if you're right 80% of the time, you have to go through and clean up the whole thing because you don't know where that 20% fell. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and so it, it makes this 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 huge mess. And so when you're doing your chart of accounts, when you're trying to understand where things will go, just stay consistent. Make sure that you're always putting them in that one bucket. And there are only five buckets you got to worry about. You got the revenue bucket, the expense bucket, the asset bucket, the liability bucket, the equity bucket. That's it. Everything in your business will fit into one of those buckets. Yeah, and it's that simple. Like. It's not this mind-bending experience that you have to go through in order to keep this clean and organized. Yeah, right? so so super duper simple. So don't make it that way. Right. Just 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 keep it clean, keep it organized, and uh, you know you'll do fine. So with that, I think we're gonna wrap up for today. Uh, we appreciate you guys indulging us a little bit. Let, let us have some fun. <laughs> No, I, I had fun today. Yeah, I, I did too. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. went by it. quick. 
It did. Yeah, we, we, we covered a lot of ground, got a lot of things done. If you would like to uh, fire back with your thoughts on this analogy and using it, how you've used it in your business, reach out to us. You can find us on our website, marketingmanagementmoney.com. You can uh, reach out to us at Twitter at MMMSmallBiz. That is B-I-Z. And uh, we will catch you again next week. 